Welcome to Ariana Answers. I'm Dr. Ariana Brandolini, a clinical psychologist who lives in New York City. Every week, I answer a life question submitted by a listener like you. Would you like your question answered? Head over to the description of this video to submit. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. You're going to feel super scared and anxious when you start practicing more assertive ways of being in relationship, especially if it's different from how you usually done things, right? But if you keep waiting to feel different, nothing's going to change. It's about doing it afraid. Remember, it's up to you to take ownership over yourself, to step into self-respect and decide whether you're going to allow anxiety and fear to dictate your behavior. Dear Dr. Ariana, I'm a 32 year old woman and keep encountering a problem that I feel is quote unquote beyond my age. So I'm ready to get past it. I really struggle with confronting people. I think when it comes to new relationships, I feel more comfortable expressing myself, but I have some relationships in my life that go back so many years that I don't know how to change the dynamic. I'm fairly easygoing, so often join in on others' plans or I'm very flexible, but feel like when things are important to me, they're looked over. Also, I think I'm often called out on things, but don't feel like the people who call me out can receive it very well, so I shy away from it. I do feel like I'm doing a disservice to my friends when I say nothing, but how can I introduce new friendship dynamics a bit late in the game? Oh, girl, I feel you. I used to hate hard conversations. I found them so uncomfortable and didn't know how to navigate them, so I would avoid them at all costs which is ironic given that I do what I do. But even though they still make me uncomfortable, these days I'm a hard conversation fan. Healthy relationships and self-esteem are built on being able to have hard conversations and being able to do them well. So it's a really important skill to learn. And if I can learn it, you can learn it. The way that we do that is through being assertive. You've probably heard that word before, but what exactly is assertiveness? Assertiveness is a communication style. It's being able to express your feelings, thoughts, beliefs, and opinions in an open manner and in a way that doesn't violate the rights of others. When you express yourself assertively, you respect your own opinions, wants, and needs just as much as you respect the opinions, wants, and needs of the other person. Now, assertiveness often gets mixed up with aggressiveness, but there's a difference. Both involve stating your wants and needs, but the way you do it is very different. So being aggressive is a communication style that violates the rights of others, right? So it might look like raising your voice, talking over people, being condescending, put downs like you've got to be kidding, or opinions expressed as fact, like that was a dumb thing to do. When you feel threatened, you automatically attack. On the other hand of the spectrum, being passive is a, commu- is a communication style where you value others' wants, needs, and rights above your own. So you don't express yourself honestly about your feelings or about your thoughts, your beliefs, and so it allows others to violate those. It can also mean expressing yourself in an overly apologetic way. We ladies tend to do that quite a lot. Also not saying what you really want to say, dancing around it, using qualifiers like, I might be wrong, or this is just my opinion, or self put downs like, you know me, I'm useless. You've also probably heard of passive aggressive, and that's where someone's essentially being aggressive but doing it in an indirect or passive manner. So rather than yelling at you, they might slam a door, give you the silent treatment, as you know. So 
Why is this an important thing to know about and to practice? Research has shown that the main effect of not being assertive is that it can lead to low self-esteem. Think about it. If we're passive, we're not saying what we really feel or think. So we can end up agreeing and fulfilling with fulfilling other people's needs and wants rather than our own. And this can result in lack of purpose. It can result in not feeling in control of our life. Um, and if we never express ourselves openly because we're anxious or afraid to do so, this can also make us feel tense, stressed, anxious, and especially resentful. It can also lead to unhealthy and uncomfortable relationships where we feel like the people closest to us don't even really know us. And also we feel stuck in patterns of behavior, just like our dear listener was talking about earlier. And if we constantly communicate in an aggressive manner, this will eventually lead to losing friends, having people not respect you, which again, will lead to low self-esteem. On top of all of that, research has shown that people who are less assertive are more likely to engage in substance use. On the flip side, people who are more assertive are less depressed, less stressed, less anxious, and have better physical health. So there's no reason why not to develop the skill and it's never too late. Assertiveness is a learned behavior and thinking style. We're all born assertive. If you think about babies and kids, they cry when they're hungry or when they're hurt. They have absolutely no problem telling you exactly what they need. Um, they express their emotions freely and openly. Gradually, as we grow up, we adapt our behavior to fit in with the environment around us, right? So we kind of learn our communication style from our primary caregivers, um, from our teachers, and from authority figures as we grow up from kids into adolescence. So for example, if your family dealt with conflict by yelling and screaming, that's probably what you learned how to do when you have an assertive conversation, you do so aggressively, right? Um, or if your family taught you that you should always please others, you shouldn't rock the boat, that peace is more important than anything, then you probably find it hard to be assertive about your needs. Guess what? This is all okay. Because again, assertiveness can be learned at any point in our lives. So I'm going to give you three communication techniques to practice, and then I'm going to have more for you to download if you click the link on this episode, okay? Throughout all of this, don't forget your nonverbal cues, okay? So relaxed body posture, relaxed facial posture, or facial expression, I should say, even tone of voice, direct eye contact. Okay, so the first skill, I statements. This is one of the most basic assertiveness skills, using I statements that are to the point. I appreciate it when you help me. I don't like it when you speak to me like that. I'll be leaving the office at five o'clock today. It conveys your wants and needs clearly, and it shows you're taking responsibility for yourself. As opposed to, I'm so sorry to bother you. I have this really important doctor's appointment that's like an hour away, and um, I, I really couldn't move it. Is it possible? I would so appreciate leaving a little early, say around five. I'm so sorry again. I'll work, up, I'll work more tomorrow to make up for it. Right? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, I statements can also include self-disclosure techniques, which mean you disclose your feelings in a simple statement. I feel sad. I feel angry. Because people can argue with your interpretation of the facts till kingdom come, right? You never text me. You always do this. No, I don't. But they can't argue with how something makes you feel. An assertive way of communicating using the skill is, 
I feel sad and hurt when you speak to me that way. If you don't lower your tone of voice, I'm going to end this conversation. Okay, easy. Are you enjoying this podcast? Make sure you head over to the description of this episode to download the companion worksheet. Number two, building on these I statements. One of my favorite assertiveness communication techniques is called fact feeling fair request. Fact is describing the situation objectively and without any judgment. Feeling is when you describe how that behavior makes you feel. And fair request is when you simply and clearly express your needs. For example, rather than you never text me when you're working late, I have no idea where you are, you could be dead, it's so disrespectful, now dinner's cold, thanks for ruining my night, you could say when you don't call or text me when you know you're going to be home late, fact, it makes me feel sad and worried, feeling. Next time, please send me a text as soon as you know that you'll be staying at work, fair request. You're expressing yourself clearly, taking ownership of your feelings in the situation without accusation or judgment, while also being clear about your needs and expectations. And because it's done that way, the other person will be much less likely to become defensive. Number three, broken record. This is when you literally repeat yourself over and over again until the person gets the message. And it can be very effective for pushy people and salespeople and things like that. So for example, if you can't take on any more work at work, you direct and say, I can't take on any more projects right now. If the person keeps on asking, keep restating your message with the same language and don't relent. So as a scenario, hey, can you do this for me? I can't take on any more projects right now. It should be super quick. You'd be doing me a real solid. As I said, I just can't take on any more projects right now. I know, but I have this meeting and I really won't be able to get to it, please. I already have too much on my plate, so I can't take on any more projects right now. It might feel ridiculous, but eventually the other person will realize that you actually mean it and they will stop. Would you like me to read your letter? Click on the description of this video to submit your question. So the last thing I want to say to you all and to you, dear listener who wrote in, this stuff is so hard. (laughs) You're going to feel super scared and anxious when you start practicing more assertive ways of being in relationship, especially if it's different from how you usually done things, right? But if you keep waiting to feel different, nothing's going to change. It's about doing it afraid. Remember, it's up to you to take ownership over yourself to step into self-respect and decide whether you're going to allow anxiety and fear to dictate your behavior. You can decide to behave according to your values, even if you're feeling afraid. Remember, fear ultimately is just a feeling. It doesn't actually have to mean anything. First time might be super stressful, but as you see the positive changes that assertive communication brings in your relationship, in your life, it will get easier and easier. Take courage, my gorgeous friend. You are braver than you think.